Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Previously, on a new winter, the Stockwells are murdered one by one. Kate Stockwell was a good friend of mine. To the police, I guess I was a suspect. I looked down at my phone and all the text said was, it's about Kate. This is episode two of A New Winter. to meet up with Jackie the next morning at Greasy Spoon, which is a British colloquial expression for a dirty cafe for any American listeners out there. This particular one was called Betty's. I remember because I would end up going there a lot during that winter where it essentially became my meeting room. When I got there, I'll never forget that it was absolutely packed with builders from a nearby building site. As I looked around wondering where to sit, I saw the vision of Jackie sitting there on a lonely table in the corner, surrounded by these slobbering guys who'd clearly been pestering her before I turned up. Nothing bad, just cheeky lads. But someone younger like her might not be able to deal with it. I did initially find it quite funny until I realised that she was deeply uncomfortable. The smell of fried food drifting in the air as well couldn't have helped. As I waved and walked over, I could hear the builders murmuring, nudging each other and laughing. Hey, do you want to go somewhere else? I asked. But she shook her head. She said she was fine. She'd ordered some tea now anyway. 
I nodded and looked at the menu. I noticed her fingers were fidgeting. It suddenly occurred to me that it wasn't the builders that were making her nervous. It was something else. Something that she clearly had been wanting to talk about. I could see the anxiety on her face. I put down the menu in time for the waitress, Betty, I presumed. A large lady who seemed to be completely miserable and sweating profusely. And I ordered some tea and a bacon sandwich. When she left, I asked Jackie what was wrong. It's Kate, she said. I think I know who might have done it. I was shocked. You think you might know who, who killed her? She nodded, quietly, one eye on the door. Who was she afraid would walk in? It was making me anxious. Who then? I asked. We went to Berlin, she began. A group of us, myself, Kate, Julie, Mina and some other girls. I listened very carefully as the voice got lower and quieter. She said how they'd all got together to plan a last-minute birthday thing for Juliet in Berlin. And Kate jumped at the idea. She was actually anxious to forget about me. Hold on, forget about me? Kate had told them that we were a couple and that I was ignoring her. But ignoring her how? I hadn't heard from her for a while. We were never a couple. But to Kate and her friends, we were most definitely a couple. I remember sitting back and amazed. I thought we were adults having fun. To be honest, it was stupid for me to think that there was no emotional attachment at all. Of course there was. She was just playing tough the whole time, trying to act cool. She just told me what I wanted to hear, clearly hoping I'd fall for her. I told Jackie I wasn't ignoring her. I hadn't even heard from her anyway. I didn't know how to contact her. Well, maybe that's worse, she said. Um, well, maybe it was. A sudden dread filled me. What if this is somehow all my fault? What if it was my selfish behaviour that was the beginning of what became her murder? I needed to hear more. And Jackie carried on. She said how they hit the town as soon as they got there, but the second night was a bit different. In a bar, one of the other girls got accosted by a small group of middle-aged German men. They came over to where the girls were sitting, trying to enjoy their drinks. There were three of them, bald, fat, disgusting, just smelling of booze and cigarettes. The girls immediately wanted to leave, but the men apologised and just sat down on the table next to them, as if minding their own business. The girls stayed, but one of the guys took a special liking to Kate. Jackie remembered distinctly he was shouting out, almost into her face, I love red hair, and tried to cheers her, but she wasn't having any of it. Soon the girls all left and went to a nightclub. There, they were having a great time, and then Mida noticed that the three German men from the last bar just walked in. They tried to stay away, but it was useless. These men were hanging around like a bad smell, ruining their night. The next thing Jackie remembers is waking up on the floor and feeling the itchy fuzz of a cheap carpet against her face. She remembers hearing noises and slowly came to to see one of the old German men having sex with Kate on the bed and another one watching it from the corner, naked. The one sitting down noticed that Jackie had come to and mumbled some German to the one on the bed. Jackie was still groggy, so she couldn't get a good look, but... She felt like she didn't have to. She knew who it was. The men got up and out of the room extremely quickly. Jackie remembers rushing to the bathroom where she was violently sick. She looked around and knew that she wasn't at home. 
She realised that she was in her own tiny little hotel room. Did they really bring those guys back? She staggered back to the bedroom and just saw Kate lying there, practically naked and her legs lying apart. She was asleep. Suddenly it dawned on Jackie. She had just watched Kate being raped. Her clothes were still intact. She's guessing that she was safe. And maybe she'd just woken up in time. But Kate... God knows what she should do. I mean, is Kate even alive? Jackie tried waking Kate up and slowly she began to come to. Jackie got her some water and soon both of them were just sitting there, silent and scared. It was then that Kate made Jackie promise that no one would know that they'd keep it secret. She didn't think her God-fearing family would be able to handle it, that she may never be able to leave the house again, and that it might go back to me, that I might find out and want nothing to do with her. That was horrible to hear. And so, Jackie and Kate never spoke about it again, not even to each other, until now. I mean, I was lost for words. I didn't know what to say to her. I couldn't believe something like that could happen to Kate. And meanwhile, I was at home, just not giving two shits what was happening to her. I felt terrible, nauseous, and at that point my food arrived. I had to push it to one side and just sip on my tea. But what I didn't understand was how this related to the murder. I've seen him, Jackie told me. The man, the man that raped her, the German, he's here in this village. He's watching us. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Music today was by Kevin MacLeod, Purple Planet Music and We Talk of Dreams. Thank you for listening to A New Winter.